Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Briggs, here with the super producer, as McMahon. Yes. <laughs> What's going on, Rob? How you doing, man? I'm good, my man. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Glad to be here. All right, just a few announcements, man. Just so, so we are recording uh, on a Sunday. Going to get this episode a little early because we're going to be missing out this week. But don't fear, we'll be back to you guys as soon as we can. Shout out to baseball season. Uh, but we thank you guys for checking out the Super Duper Pod. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Super Duper Pod, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D. Also online at hp53productions.com for our mer her 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 also, check out digital content such as the Easy Smoke and GM Podcast. I want to shout out Smoke, man. He's a new head coach uh, for the C- the men's baseball team at Simeon High School here in Chicago. That's a very, 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 very big deal. And if you know Smoke, he loves baseball, man. Shout going out to home. Smoke. He's going home. Yeah, it's an uh, exciting time for him. And uh guess that's a that's a a great accomplishment and uh you know just the the fact that you know he played there he was uh all public league all city player at Simeon mm-hmm. and to be able to go back and uh pay it forward that's 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 a good thing so that's pretty dope congratulations to him yeah absolutely so so shout out to him best to him and his wife and his family because he about to be busy so <laughs> <laughs> so good luck to you man uh but as you know you always ask me how I'm doing and I lied man I think I, I so I got in a small addition to Oreo cookies. I didn't realize until today. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't buy them often, but when I do, I smash a bag. You know what I'm saying? And I was packing my kids' lunch. You know, in the summer, I, I let them go nuts because it's like, hey, we running, we moving. You know, put four Oreos in one bag, four Oreos another. I knocked out two or three. Came back, knocked out two or three more. Realized I ate a whole roll, man. So I asked. Not doing well, man. Got 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 to get my life together, bro. I've never been that big of a fan of the Oreo. Jeez, I, and the thing is, that's not even my go-to cookie. My go-to cookie is a chocolate chip cookie. It's a warm, toe house, soft baked chocolate chip cookie. But it's somebody. Yeah, Oreo, I'll man. take that over the Oreo. I don't. Man, I'm not a big fan I, of the Oreos. I was. I mean, I, I mean, somebody, I, if they're there, out yeah, I'll have them. But I'm not a big Oreo fan. I, I heard. I think Oreo is vegan, so I guess we're doing something right. That's what I heard. That's, that's really cookies. Hey, man, whatever works, so it makes you feel better, man. So it's just straight sugar, man. Huh? Hey, whatever works, man. You know, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm still, I'm still vegan. But I know, like I said, we we uh, miss our usual recording day. So it's a lot of things have happened in, in the in the world, namely uh, Kiki Palmer's baby daddy. Don't nobody want to be him. Sure, I'm not. Is have you even heard about the story? I, I yeah I did I did okay because I mean I was gonna, I was that. concerned because I know you barely open up Instagram they probably gonna just lock you out of your own account but uh <laughs> you know they they that man got killed uh I, I, this is my two cents on it I think people man or woman have a right to say what they don't or they feel insecure about in a relationship or what they don't or don't like but my thing is don't tell us you know what I'm saying like you 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 took out your whole phone. To type that to us to say that 
to us and not to her. So he played himself there. Then he doubled down when he put, and you a mom. So a mom, you know, that's how she got this kid. Shout it. You know what I'm saying? She's like, she, she showed somebody her butt. So so look here, dude. I think that's like, that. just because she's a mom don't mean she can't dress, be, act sexy. And that's just something you got to talk face to face. We ain't going to be in the room with y'all. Y'all had a discussion. Not look at you. He using her Wi-Fi. He got her cable. You know what I'm saying? Using her car. He ain't going to be doing that no time soon, brother. Think before you leap. Conspiracy theorist in me says that this is all a uh, a ploy. For what? Just for she attention. Don't, bro, Just for nah, attention. I call Cap because she don't need attention. Kiki Palmer, she don't need this attention. Kiki Palmer don't trust me. She she bigger it than keeps her all. Any 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 publicity is good publicity, and it's keeping keeping her name out there. Well, her name was out there when they showed her with a booty hanging out with Usher. True I think that. She was straight. I think she was cool. True that. Shout, shout out to Usher. Usher, breaking up happy homes, man. Um, <laughs> so so now, uh, you know, this Barbie movie's coming out. I'm just going to rapid, rapid fire through a few things before we get to our main stuff. Yeah, this I remember Barbie, when, we, when we first heard about this. This was about a year ago? Year, yeah, maybe and, two? And, absolutely. And I'm going to get to it. You and I have been dropping bombs. I'm going to get to Spill app, but I put it on Facebook and Instagram that you and I so spill people trying to get they got that I guess their invite codes to get on spill. I put mine in too. Uh and I put up a description of the pod that said as and I talked about spill in that. December 22. Get like us, follow the pod, tell your friends that want to get in the door, man. But yeah, we talked about this Barbie movie, and I saw um an article just talked about how they really were going heavy with the uh marketing. And with the integration of sorts. So, you know, you start to see Barbie everywhere. This movie comes out July 21st, man. You going to see that, Ez? Going to see Barbie Barbie World? Probably not. Yeah, I, I'll th- this ain't on the list. I ain't going to lie. Can't, this, I can't. This, this I ain't can't, on the list. No. This ain't on the list. I, I, mean, I, I can't. I can't go into a theater and, and be seen going to go see Barbie. I can't. No. I, I mean, I ain't worried about that. But I mean, I think for me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got it. <laughs> I think for me though, I I have no, like I would watch it on TV. I feel like, but I'm like, nah, I I, I spend it on. I am. I, when it, once it once it gets to streaming, mm-hmm. uh, I probably will check it out just to see how how they how they did it. Because man, I I saw I saw some of the trailers. I don't know. It's this. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that much about Barbara to, to to be to get with it. You know what I'm saying? It's not hitting me in my shondo like I thought it would. Now you break out a G.I. Joe movie, I'm all over that thing. I'm there, I'm there yesterday. And I, I talk about my movie, my movie fetish. I should have used the word fetish. That was weird. But but I talk about my movie that I enjoy later on. Jeez. Uh but again, we we missed last week in the SB, there was another decision where the uh, affirmative action got struck down, right? By the uh Supreme, Supreme Court, Court, which was yeah. which was wild. We talked about this at work, right? And I think, and I made the point. I guess shout out to me for making a good point. How uh, everybody has an edge when you're applying for college, right? Because Harvard was just getting sued about this whole legacy thing, and like you know, that's an edge. Money's an edge, right? Because think about it: is if you have money, you can go to any school. Like there's no school that's not on your list. When you don't have money, it's like certain schools you just don't even look at because you can't afford it unless you get a scholarship or there's some other way to get to school. So I just think it's a short-sighted. And again, you know, as it's something we've been, we've had this pod for what? Almost what, three years? Don't mm-hmm. know. Three years. 
And yep. one thing that's been consistent that we said is this is why these votes matter. Y'all think it's just like, well, I'm, you know, people are already talking about don't vote for Joe and da 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 blah, blah, blah. The thing is this, man. All these votes are part of a very long game. And the Republicans played a very long game and they got a majority uh, of justices on the Supreme Court and now stuff follow left and right. So who knows what's going to go well, next, we, man. Well, we, we, you know, we talked about what happened with, with the uh, the balance of power yeah. uh, on the Supreme Court before. Um, there was, we, we talked about... Uh, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and, and, yeah, yeah. and her role. I know, role I, know, I know your thoughts. You know, <laughs> we're not going to revisit that. We're not going to revisit that, Coach. We're not going to revisit that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the fact that, you know, you elected, you elected someone like Trump and, you know, he was able to make three very uh, influential picks right there. Yeah, and that's, that's where we are. So yeah, I mean, you can't be surprised that- by it. Yeah, at least the next 10, 15 years, it's just gonna be like, yo, this is this more is hold on to your seats. Outside of outside of Clarence Thomas, they're all pretty young. Who? Uh the, yeah, the justices. Yeah, the two the, the man and the woman. And maybe maybe Alito Alito may be maybe uh maybe up there in, in age, but uh but yeah, you, I mean you gotta think this next election, because Clarence Thomas is what in his eighties now. Mm-hmm. This next right. election is just for Supreme Court purposes is is a huge deal, deal, man. That could be that could be seven. Yeah, yeah, that, huge deal. That. And they ain't got they, they just do what they want to after so that. If you man. so if you're mad about uh, about the decisions that have been made in the last couple of years here, go get out and vote. So now, Doctor William, shout out to him. He sent me an article about um, this affirmative action, and he in the article, the first line was about. There are about 5,000 students, uh, you know, about, let's say, approximately 6,000 students enrolled at, I think, he, I think it was Howard. The top eight Ivy League schools don't even have 6,000 black students enrolled. Altogether, there you go. Which is wild. Now, now I don't know I'm, why you're bringing up, you know, the fact hey, that Howard is a top uh, HBCU and you see that I got my Hampton gear on tonight. Hey, blame the person who wrote the article, man. They had Howard. <laughs> no, <Get> I'm <laughs> No, you I'm ain't playing. I'm, I'm just kidding. Just jokes, ain't. jokes. But no, that's yeah. that's serious. As he man. threatens me, guys. Y'all don't see that's it. that's serious, man. That's serious. Yeah. Think, think that's something to think about. Because like at Williams, uh, shout out to Williams College, two thousand students, and there's like hundred twenty five of us. And I mean, that's that's still not a lot, but I mean, it's a small school, and 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 that was two thousand, you know, ninety nine, ninety seven to two thousand one. You would think that would grow. Like even my high school, I went to college prep high school here in Chicago. It was a lot of black students when I went there. And I know that now there are not as many black, a lot of black students that are going there. Right. And I think people always take this affirmative action thing and go, oh, that's not fair. No, man. It's, it's like these kids would never get to see these. I'm sure. I'm sure. And I don't care. What do you what do you think the reason is behind uh, the numbers going down? Um like at your, at your high school and yeah, I think, I think a few things, right? We talked about the edge in the beginning. So the Ignatius, I think, and I, I mean again, I'm Ignatius for life. Shout out to the Wolfpack, but I think it's about seventeen thousand dollars a year okay. to go to school. I think it's so, more than that. Yeah, right, right. I'm, I'm probably underselling it. And so you yeah. know, you think for most black families, that's just a lot. I mean, you know, you look at the average household income of black family versus white families, it's like a significant difference. 
Um, you know what I'm saying? So to send your child to school. I mean, my mom to this day says she's paid more for me to go to high school than she paid for me to go to college, right? Which is which is just wild to think about. So I think that's number one. I think also two, and again, this is a guess I'm making, uh, as students, um, do they feel like the environment is con- conducive to, to their culture? I think when you and I were growing up, it was the whole thing was you just got to be three times the best. You know what I'm saying? You got to be, you just got to figure out your way in, you know what I'm saying? Do what you have to do. I think now that's not the, th- that's not the same call to action that some, some students have. It's just like, you know, does this fit what you want? Um, do, and that's what I'm saying. That's, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's like, do, is this, do you feel comfortable here? And maybe some students are like, I don't feel comfortable here. I'd rather go to a school that has more black students or a school that, you know, you know what I'm saying? A yeah. school that's more racially diverse. So they just and they just start deselecting themselves to somewhere else in the school is probably just, and I'm not saying St. Nation's doing this. I'm saying schools in general, schools like that. are just like, I'm just going, okay, cool. Y'all don't want to come here for, all right, we don't, we, we, we tried, you know, you know what I'm saying? I think it's a combination of a few things, man. I want to go to high school. Is it just that, like I said, the the um, the price of uh, tuition for all of the private and parochial schools has skyrocketed? And there are a few more options now for, you know, pretty good public schools. Yeah. And you got charter schools, you know, right, high school right. charter schools like that. Right. A lot of a lot of public schools are becoming more uh selective enrollment. Right. You know, and people using other folks' addresses to get these right, that, schools. That always I got I got I got some stories about that. You I'm know, so I mean I'm hey, not gonna incriminate anybody, but you know but but here's the thing, and I don't knock people for that, right? Because it used to be Education was a great equalizer, right? It was like just get to, just get your education, and now it's like it's not so long. It's like you got to get an education at a certain school for it to work for you. Now you know right. what I'm saying? It's like, right. and, and, and and you know people gotta uh, get take out two or three mortgages to just barely afford a house so their kid can go to school at in a certain place. That's wild, bro. That it literally should not. That should not be the case, man. And I, I mean. You know, we talk about a whole lot of stuff like that to me, to me, that's probably a, a very large problem outside of Chicago, outside of crime, is that, that like, it's when we talk about equity and equality, right? Like equality does not, and equity are not the same things. It's like, I, if I grew up in Jeffrey Manor where I did, you know what I'm saying? My high school, I should have a quality high school's choice. I should have a quality um elementary school choice like you know that sh- it shouldn't always be a stressful thing i should be i felt like when i was growing up my my parents wasn't that concerned about my sister's neighborhood school it was like okay this is the, we live here this is your school the end now it's like you got to live in a certain space or it really might affect your kid down the line man where did, you know? where, where did they go uh, Sharon went to Whitney Young. Xanthi went to, well, she's going to be mad, went to Bowen. Uh, and Jasmine went to Whitney Young. Okay. Yeah, Bowen's a neighborhood school. But, you know, but again, Whitney Young, it's, it's, it's always been Whitney Young, right? It's always been a, the school. I mean, if I didn't go to Nations, that's where I would have been going, to Whitney right. Young. Yeah. That's, what, that's what everybody say. I mean, it's true. That's where I would have been. That's where I was on my way to, man. <laughs> Who knows what kind of life I'd had. 
Nah, man, but that, but you know, I think I don't even know how we got there. But I guess we're pod, that's what pods do. Oh, yeah, the affirmative action, affirmative action, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but I think, yeah. yeah, it's like with Harvard getting sued because that it's like, how'd y'all strike this down? This legacy thing is staring you right in the face, bro. It's like, you can't, they I mean, can't. Fa- families on families have been gone, and that's the thing, too. Like, we see it in the movies, right? Where it's like, just get my kid in there, he has a 500 SAT score, but his dad's dad and yeah. dad, dad's dad went, it's like, for real, bro. Like, I'll tell you this. I don't know if I ever told you this. Like, when we talk about affirmative action, and and I guess I, I'm a perfect example of this. Not necessarily affirmative action in in particular, but just, like, how that extra step and how that extra help really advances someone, right? And I talk on this part. I don't, I, don't like to, I don't like to flex about it. But, yeah, I got an MBA, went to Kellogg, right? Did pretty well. Got in at 23, got at 26, right? Went to Williams College. It's a very prestigious college. And probably, I'm sure there's the number one liberal arts college, definitely over Amherst, right? A lot of cool stuff. Went to a very cool high, very school, cool high school, very smart high school, St. Nation's College Prep, right? Talked about how expensive it is. But here's where it all started is I went to a grammar school. I can't give you the whole name because it might some of my passwords, but went to a grammar school that is now closed. <laughs> I remember right? grammar school. Ah, jeez. I guess you'll get my bank account. Here's here's our $20. <laughs> I went to a, a grammar school. I didn't know no better, right? I was valedictorian. Uh, you know, I got one student of the year every year, right? And it was 19 of us. I didn't realize we were at a very poor school. Right? Were, you at the, I, were you the best basketball player? Shut up, man. <laughs> shut up, dude. You, okay, is your school killed my school by 6,000 sure points? We I sure wasn't did. there. I didn't. Sh- I, w- I didn't play. Can oh, I, I tell my story, man. please? I, w- I would circle, circle that school on 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 can, the schedule. Oh I, yeah. Can I get finish my story? Sorry, please. sorry, sorry. Jeez. So <laughs> you know, when we get to eighth grade, I get to eighth grade, and my teachers were talking to me about high school, where I want to go, what I want to do, because I was a pretty smart kid. I was, I always done my work and done it just above and excellently, right? And I remember they started taking me to the side. And they started giving me extra work to do. And they started giving me different types of work to do because it was like, Robert, you're not going to, we haven't done this here. Right. It's like, you know, we just haven't, you're a different student and you, you know, for you to be successful in high school, you're going to need to at least see this as it was like pre-algebra books. They were just giving me, I mean, they literally took me to a whole nother class and said, all right, just study this stuff. Read it. See if you can understand it. We'll help you the best way we can. I go to Ignatius. I take the test. I mean, the little bit that I saw, I took, right? I got it. Got a low score. Ended up in like a lower math class, right? But now I'm in the school. And I killed. I once once they, they hit, hit me with the concept. It was like, oh, that's what this is? Is I had honors math from that point on, right? So everybody thinks affirmative action is like, this gift, right? It's you're skipping the line. And it's not. It's like, really, maybe you just never had been exposed to this before, right? In my example, I I mean, if they just let me be, I never would. I probably still would have been okay. and got, I mean, I still got in. I still did what I had to do. Position well, got scholarship. But I mean, the work that they gave me in advance, where they helped me see the special quote-unquote program they put me in at the school, allowed me to at least see it enough, to be prepared enough to get ready for it. 
And and that's all really affirmative action does. It allows you an opportunity to get to be somewhere that you probably never would have had a chance to be. And guess what? You might get there and thrive. Look at that. You know what I'm saying? And now we have all these things and these different perspectives and people uh, that are now at these schools and these places. But I guess now the Supreme Court shot that down for college. And I think that's going to be a disservice because it's also not just about the school. It's about the people that go there. Right. If if you you are a white student and you never your only encounter with black people is through YouTube and through, uh, you know, some some level of social media that's fake and you don't have an interaction with a person like that, you can have you might have a certain view of what black people are, what you think they are supposed to be. Right. Or not even just white and black people, different genders different nationalities right it's like all of these things matter because this is the world we live in that's why folks can't work together because they never had an opportunity to be be around somebody who's different than them so that's what's so boxing that but yeah see we we just catching up on the news we've been out for a little bit man so that that's that's our take on the affirmative action so by the way lots of lots of spots for you in, in in the hbcu world very very diverse communities believe it or not Absolutely. In HBCU. So, uh... and, I th- and, 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 and I'm glad you said that, man. I, you know, I think there was a point where we thought HB, well, I'm sure it happened when, um, what's the guy's name? He didn't go to the G League or to a D1 school, but he went to, did he go to Hampton? He was, he was, he was uh, NBA. Oh, no, you're talking about, uh, 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 you know what I'm talking uh, about. I can't... Maker. There we go. From Howard. Go. He went to Howard. He went to Is Howard. he still there? No, he's not. Oh, okay. He he was there for uh, for a season, and he actually got hurt, yeah. and he ended up. Uh, I think he ended up going pro, oh. uh, but I think he's playing overseas. Okay, well, I'll leave that comment alone. But shout out to I was gonna make is I, there was a period though where people were going well, yeah. to start choosing HBCUs over, and I think uh, I think PWIs. It, I think that sort of went away. Yeah, because 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 again, I think he was like the test case of like if if this goes well for him, other people start making a jump, right? Well, that happened, and then the Jackson State thing happened with Dion. Oh man, and yeah, yeah, yeah. we are where we are, but you know, okay. So, uh, man, one one article I wanted to just touch on, man, because I don't want to get on get into it too much because we just do rapid fire, but it was in the New York Times, and it was about. How big big cities across the board is are losing black residents, like big northern mm-hmm. cities, and just how people are going back south. A lot of it's weather, a lot of it's crime. But you know, it made me think about like you know, to a degree, black people are sometimes people with no country. Like you know, it's like it, it, we're just kind of roaming, trying to find a, a space that fits us well. You know what I mean? And that and that it feels comfortable. And it's like you know, people can always trace themselves back to their mother countries of sorts and that's that's kind of unfortunately that's the black experience man i mean i don't know about you as like i can really we can probably i can go back to maybe my great grandmother on my dad's side mm-hmm. and my and like and my grandparents on my mom's side and so you know it's just the black experience is just constantly trying to fit you know connect to a country that historically right Ain't really checking for you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But still, but but it's, it's still having some allegiance toward it, right? Because it's not like, trust me, trust me, trust me. When you send me out of the U.S. and I cross that, and I come back in, that red line says, "Welcome to America." I run every time I got a passport, as I'm trying to run back to get here. 
what the truth is, what the truth is, man. So I definitely encourage you guys, if you have a New York Times account, uh, check it out. It's called Big Cities Losing Black Residents. Again, talking about a reverse migration, people moving from northern cities down to the south. Uh, so that was very, very, very great article. Just again, talked about this uh, crime, inflation, weather being a reason people are moving back, opportunity. Uh, so just something to consider, man. I think it, and again, just moving, moving back to smaller cities like Houston, you know, people going to Atlanta, Atlanta still. Nashville. Yeah, right, right, right. But that's that's something. And I got cousins that actually live in that moved, left Chicago, went to Nashville. Yeah. And I mean, it's like I got a, and, I got a cousin in Nashville. My sister's in back, Atlanta right? now. Yeah, they ain't looking yeah, back, right? It's just yeah. wild, man. Would you ever leave Chicago? Uh not now. Yeah. I'm 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 setting like, setting in in, in in a place here, you know. Yeah. So so yeah. yeah. Um but that was I was some thoughts some at, at some point. So there if was. you le- if you left Chicago, where would you go? Or, or what places do you have in mind? Uh it would have to be a warm weather city. Yeah. Um I don't know if I could do Atlanta. Um, Nashville's not a bad, not a bad place. I keep thinking, I keep saying I'm gonna go to Nashville to check it out. My sister told me, shout out to Slick, told me it was a great time. Nashville's not bad. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where I would go. Yeah, see, I love New York, but it's just too expensive. That's too well. It's too, it's too many damn people there too. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, down man. But I think honestly, what I've always loved is the DMV. Uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. No, that, I'm good. That I'm good on that. But she went to college over there, so it's, it's different. I could, go, yeah. I could, I could, I could, I could go back home to Hampton, to Virginia. To, to Virginia. Yeah, that wouldn't I've be always, bad. That wouldn't be a I've, bad move. I've always loved the D.C., Maryland area. Starlet oh. wouldn't be bad. Yeah. So none west though, but I don't think neither one. I'm, I'm cool going uh, west. I've heard, I've heard really good things about Arizona. Hey man, you know me in the winter. That's what I say. Everybody yeah. who follows me on social media, when that snow come down, I'm moving to and Arizona. I think I could I could get used to 75 and sunny every day in San Diego. It's not a bad look. Not yeah, a bad look at all, man. Yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, it's the DMV. Hey, if Canada, if Canada, I don't know what city would it be, Toronto or right, it's probably T dot Vancouver. Uh, yeah, if it wasn't just so, it wasn't so cold up there, man. I would, I would move to Canada. It get brick. I remember going to Montreal in college in the wintertime. It was like, yeah, I ain't never yeah. going back here. So we went yeah. back. So we went to Montreal, you know, for that uh, uh, the library tour that we went on, you know, and we get our library card stamp in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> we, it was like, I, first I wasn't excited because last time I went, it was so cold, man. So. <laughs> so so as all right we got we got through all the stuff that we missed i think that's everything so cool 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 so a couple of things man want to touch on so you probably noticed over the weekend that mark zuckerberg made the announcement about the threads app coming in to kind of yeah what's on. up what's up with that so i saw a couple so, people that said that they joined threads what, what, yeah what, what, um, what i joined i joined threads as well so you know mark zuckerberg is back doing what he's doing because you know he was on the metaverse thing he was like i'm gonna make this pop and then it was like yeah, nah, bro. Get back to it. So he's going back to doing what he normally does. That's copying and stealing from people, okay. right? And that's uh, you know, so pretty much Threads is the is Twitter for the metaverse is for for Meta, for the okay. Facebook, Instagram people. So you probably saw on your Instagram map, uh, so you could sign up the Threads. You probably see under people's 
I haven't been it's on a, Instagram this weekend, so I don't geez, know. It just, it's just always, you always kill me with this. So on, on Instagram, under people's pictures, there's a badge. It's like at and then like a number. Kind of weird, like a prison number, but, you know, I digress. But there's a badge. Number. Yeah, it's weird. Just look at it. It's like at and then it's a bunch of numbers. So it's saying, Hold on, where do I have to go? Just go, just go, to, go, to my, go to my page. Go on my page on Instagram and look under my number. Look under my picture. It'll, or under, in my bio, it'll be like an at sign and a number. So Uh-oh. I'm that, that number person. I'm that number person. <laughs> I'm that number person who signed up for Threads. Oh, I see. Yeah, it is a jail number. Yeah, it's wild, right? So, <laughs> so Threads is... so Because, you know, we all know Elon Musk is lighting Twitter on fire so it's like yeah. the people think it's an opportunity but also on top of that we talked about talked about at the top of the show spill is starting to uh, release the invite codes for people to join spill because remember spill is is being we talked about this in december if you follow the pod you know you know you know we talked about it uh one of the um uh people who used to help run twitter he's a, he's a black guy started spill because black the, the, the issue was black twitter felt like it had no place to go Right, and they felt like Black tw- Twitter was a big reason why Twitter was so popular. And shout out to Black Twitter Threads, the Instagram account I follow. It's amazing. Uh, so they went to create Spill. Yikes! Yikes! Uh, inside, <laughs> inside joke. Uh, <laughs> but the people, you know, Spill. I guess took a minute to get it re- ready and rolling. They they only have it available on Apple right now, but they're giving out invite codes for people to join us. So again, it's another competitor for Twitter because people thought Twitter was on fire, about to go down the hole. So Mark Zuckerberg went, well, you know, let's do it. It's mad basic. Threads is just is just Twitter. I'm sure it's compatible compatibility with um all of your Facebook and Instagram profiles, right? So you got spill, you got threads, you got Instagram. People still getting back in the Snapchat. How many apps do we need? Guess what, S? I signed up to all of them. Oh man, <laughs> I got accounts. Well, I put super duper pies on all uh, accounts oh, on all it. of them. Man. I see it. Yeah, you see it now. Oh, look, I got a number. Yeah, look at you. You back me. You in the Matrix too? Look at you, S. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, they, so, uh, what do you call those? The uh, uh QRT codes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I got one of those too. There. And okay. and it's and it's wild. I was thinking like, man, we jump, I jumped on this pretty quickly, but it's like if you don't, depending on what you do and how you operate, you're not connected. I think for for, for what I do professionally from a marketing standpoint, right? This is the stuff I should I kind of have to know about, you know what I'm saying? At least know from a user standpoint. Because when you know. You talk about marketing opportunities and what have you. You kind of got to know what's out there. You don't want to be like, oh, some of my space pages to working now, man. They can get you, that's gonna get you fired. You know what I'm saying so. You got you kind of have to kind of have to know what what's happening. But I so, got so say, so are we going away from Twitter now? Is that well? I think the the, the so here's the thing. For spill, I think spill probably is going to get bought by Meta, right? I think spill is just trying to. Grow the audience and Zuck will be like, look, guys, you're doing great. Here's a Billy Goat. Make it two. They'll be like, you can have it. <laughs> and that's that. But to answer your question, because, you know, Elon started charging for stuff. It's like things that were normally free. You know, first, remember the whole uh, uh, blue check was the whole thing. Right. You know, being verified, they had to pay for that. 
then it was a, something else that he was charging for that people were like, all right, man, we out. And that's when, you know, I guess Mark, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, ain't nothing to be like, yeah, give me a new platform, make it this, this, and this. And people sign right up to it immediately, as you see, because you see my, what's your jail number? It's probably like a billion. No, I'm not at a billion. I'm at, I'm at like 600, 600 something million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not too far off. Yeah. And so, and so I'm looking this up right now. As of as of now, there are 97 million accounts on the Threads app right now. This literally just happened a couple of days ago, which is wild. That's crazy. And so a lot of it is just ads, man. Two days ago, it was uh on, on Bloomberg, 70 million signups. That was two days ago. Now it's at 96, 92 million. It's crazy. It's crazy. And technically, it's, it's they call it the Instagram's app, not Facebook's app. So, because Instagram is the more popular, you know, Facebook is it's ghetto, but uh, people still use Instagram, and uh, that's now the Threads is this new connective tissue app. So there you go. But how many apps is how many apps? So Man. I have I've been using Threads more. I never was a, I never. I didn't tweet a whole lot, man. Like, cause once it it passed me by, cause I I never got a rhythm of it. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm just like, all right, I I'll try with the threads, but mainly trying to get people to listen to this pod. So whatever whatever we got to do, I do what I got to do, man. Straight up. Um, anything else on that is you gonna sign up for threads? I just did some stuff. Okay, I'll take, I just did. Same I'm not egg, gonna, right? I'm not gonna. Uh, yeah, it's the same. Same as everything else in the meta world. <laughs> You can find me here. But what I'm most excited to talk about today is this week, this week, man, is the release's debut of Mission Impossible 7, Dead Reckoning. I was tripping like outside of Fast and Furious and Star Wars. Are there any movies that got to number seven? Scream. Is a, Scream, I guess, is going to get there. No shot. They, they had six already, man. They came They're six. They're six. I hold a five. I think they're on screen six right now, man. Oh, well, I, I missed. That. I missed them after after three. But I was looking this up, man. I'm just sure, like again. We talked about these Mission Impossible movies before. It's based on the 1966 series created by Bruce Geller and the famous, you know, duh, 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 duh. That uh, original series, the score by Lalo Schifrin, um, stars Ethan Hunt, portrayed by the uh, actor Tom Cruise. He's been Ethan Hunt. Dog, it hit me. The first one came out in 1996. They've been doing this for 30 years, dog. Isn't that and he crazy? hasn't aged. Dude. Ethan Hawke hasn't aged. Bing Reigns is 64. Because at first I was like, man. Wait, did I call him Ethan Hawke? You surely did. Why don't you mean I knew what you meant. Ethan, Ving, uh, what is his last name? Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. Yeah. Yo, but I was Ethan Hawke is the actor. Ving Rhames is 64. Because at first I was like, man, why? You know, Ving Rhames, he ain't looking in shape. Tom Cruise in shape. It's like, come on, Ving. It's like, Ving, like, bro, I'm 64, dog. Right. I'm just, show, right. I'm just showing I'm, up. I'm, doing I'm in the band. Thing. I'm in the band, dog. Okay. Y'all, y'all, y'all have had this already, man. But as this was crazy, already the budgets for all of the previous, well, previous movies, $828 million. That's the budget. That's the total budget of all of them. Of all of them, which okay. I thought was going to be. I thought. More. I thought. Yeah. I, I thought that's a bit low. And maybe like number one, probably you know maybe it's to account for inflation. 
But dude, the box office numbers, $3.57 billion. Wow. Like this movie's a month. No wonder they keep making them. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, this one is part one. So this one comes out next. Part two comes out next year, 2024. But the big thing about these Mission Impossible movies, guys, if you haven't heard the pod before, if you haven't, we forgive you. But like Tom Cruise does all of his own stunts. Shout out to West Side. She didn't believe that he did them all. She yeah, was looking at him was like, she was like, he doing it. I was like, yeah, he doing all this crazy stuff. And so it's like, that's what makes it crazy because you watch the movie, like, yo, he might die doing this kid. This is this is straight crazy. And Tom I mean, Cruise has to be what, 60? He's 61. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, how many more of these he got in him? Straight yeah. up. Because listen, man, at 43, I don't run the same. So, so you oh, know I what I mean? I definitely don't. Man, I tried running with the kids. And I was like, yeah, guys, we're just going to walk br- briskly. Sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> no, but all, all jokes aside, it's like, these movies are fantastic. They are hard hitting, man. And I mean, they so the I listened to this podcast called The Town. It's like a movie podcast. And they were talking about how just people just aren't going to the movies anymore. Like people obviously are streaming. I mean, duh, you know, I think you and I are prime examples of movie goers. Either you're going like me or you're waiting like you to uh, <laughs> see it on, on streaming, right? There's no real in between. They're saying Gen Zers, pretty much the younger people, it's hard to get them in the theaters because you know either it has to be experiential movie movie going. Like they'll go to a big tentpole movie, which is why Marvel movie works. You know, and that's why you see so many part sevens, part fours, or they keep you know franchise movies works. It's like it's an event thing. All the other movies you can just kind of wait for and see it on streaming. And they were saying like, hey, Tom Cruise might save the movie business because. The, you know they're wondering is this going to break a billion dollars because this is the first year I think in twenty or thirty years where a movie where a summer movie might not break a billion dollars. So like you know that's hmm. there's a lot riding on this particular movie. I think it might break a billion because I mean they got an early access show on Monday. I'm going to see in Tuesday, and I mean he gonna get he gonna he gonna definitely have a number one movie in the world by by next weekend for sure. Um, but shout I'll out to Tom Cruise. I'll man. see it when it uh when it gets to the crib. Hey man, um, just better believe if this movie's fire, that's gonna be the whole episode next week. Spoiler alert! Uh, <laughs> straight up. Now I love these movies, man. Every time I look at it, it's like, why am I eating these Oreo cookies? If this man is sixty one and running through this stuff and doing all these stunts, and I'm just munching on a whole row of Oreos, man. So you know, but but great stories. Great movie, so please he check might, it he out. He might eat an Oreo every now and then. Man, he probably slap you if you give him an Oreo. Like, dude, no, I'm, I'm, I'm Tom Cruise. <laughs> He's fired. Who gave him this, man? Uh, so last thing, man, before we wrap up is just want to do a quick dads and don'ts. Um, you know, we talked about this a couple of episodes. We were going to do this thing. I got this, got this idea. I want to make sure we put it out here. And I was thinking about this, man. When I look at my kids and things that they do, I realize... There was a movie, a very important movie in my life that has that has transformed and has impacted the way I parent my kids. You know what that movie is, is? Can you guess what it is? Hmm. No. It's Final Destination, right? H- hit me out. Whoa, whoa, you gotta yeah, you gotta you gotta explain <laughs> this one to me. So when we watched Final Destination, and it was like that mist to go through, and you go, how are they gonna die? And then the microwave door 
would hit the paper towel roll, would hit the oven door, it would roll down, hit the computer screen, hit the table, and then the pressure would fall and bust their eye on a handle somewhere across the outside of the room, right? It was like, stand that movie. It's like, what? <laughs> How'd this happen? So I gotta say, man, when I had kids, right, it was weird. Stuff would be around, laying around a certain way, and I would go, you know, I should move that. Because if I don't, somebody will step on this, it'll hit this, it'll fall down, and I'm in the hospital, right? But what I, and so I think that's been helpful for me as a dad, right? Is because I'm always, I'm always trying to think ahead with the kids. Because the best thing I found with parenthood is preparation, right? I think a lot of times in life, we just go, I'll get it, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll knock it out tomorrow. I'll take care of it tomorrow. Or it'll be fine when we get there. And in my in my travels, I found that if I'm prepared in advance, it makes for a better day. Because guess what? Especially having triplets, right? Anything happens. It's, it's the probability is always high with me as somebody's going to be sick. Somebody's going to not want to wake up. Somebody's going to be tired. Somebody's going to forget something, right? Every day something is going to happen. So the more I can prepare and think in advance, the better it makes for me. Because again, as you know, you know, the worst thing is when you like in a rush, get going and jump in the car, guess what? You got to get gas. He's like, yeah, now I'm screwed. You know what I'm saying? Now, now I'm completely screwed, right? And so I think, you know, in, in my dad's it don'ts, preparation matters, right? And just look, looking at the scene, like what could happen? Because if you think it could happen, it might happen. Like in Final Destination, you knew. Well, you, these people are going to die. It's just a matter of how. <laughs> so it's a matter of how they're going to die. So I, I would say for today, dads that don't, think of Final Destination. They helped me raise my kids, man. And when I see survey to see, it's like, you know, let me move this ball. Because that's all I need is to. Because here's the other thing is. I operate that way because I think I was thinking about, well, what's. Because on one hand, you go, all right, nothing's going to happen. It's all in my head. But if I don't move it and it does happen, I'll be mad. It's like every, all I had to do is move this out the way. This one small thing out the way. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm in the ER or now like I got to bandage your kid up because I didn't want to move something out of the way. So shout out to Final Destination for helping me raise my kids. I hope for this dads and don'ts, if you got small children especially, just move the stuff out the way. It's always good to plan and prepare, survey the scene. Make sure you know, because if it can't happen, you think it might happen, it most likely will happen. And if it just takes a, a moment or two for you to move something out the way, for you to do something a little earlier to make it easier on you and yourself, trust me, it will go a long way. I'm going to do with triplets. It is it is foolproof, foolproof, and it works every time. So that's our pod for today. Appreciate you guys checking us out. Uh, as I missed anything? No, I think you covered it all. Make sure you follow us online at hp53productions.com for our merch and also on Instagram at superduperpod, S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-P-O-D, and also on threads at superduperpod. Uh, I think we're on something else, So, but the handle is always at superduperpod, TikTok, yeah, all that. Oh, no, TikTok, we're at hp53 Productions. so there you go. You can follow us, all the apps, because you have them all, even if you don't post you are lurkers like the rest of us. So make sure you follow us wherever you can. Please like, subscribe, follow, share with a friend, and also leave a review online because we need that feedback that helps us make this a great show. And just give us a five because, I mean, it's right next to a four. 
I mean, we, if you three just can't make a decision, and we weren't that bad to get a two or one. So just go ahead and give us that young five. So, as I uh, appreciate you, man, as always, sir. Reds look just like Twitter. <laughs> That's kind of listen. Zuckerberg be like, look, man, y'all know what it is <laughs> on your corner, fam. Say something. And he mm-hmm. just waiting. He waiting for them to go away. He gonna wait for spill to grow, and he gonna buy that, and that's that. Let's go. Oh, he's gonna buy Twitter and call it that. So he could. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Again, take care of yourselves and each other. This is the Super Duper Podcast. Or do the case stand for kamikaze? The J silent is everywhere. You can feel them falling. Sure, that's lately. I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This said, How you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I woke up.